Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got... Kyle McIntyre. Oh, I'm, and I'm always here. We're in a, you know, on location. Yeah. A new spot when here. When I say here, I mean I'm always, like, by a microphone, yeah, but we're Kyle, in different... Yeah, he's he's here in your headphones. Live from the field here. <laughs> he's working on the fields. Yeah. Um, we are here with a good buddy of ours. Let me introduce him. Sean Tolly. Hey, what's up? Uh, you know, he's... On, we're at his studio, right? Clarity Recordings. Yeah, so if it sounds any better, it's yeah, probably because of that. It's the room. It's yeah. uh, definitely good for the podcast the tones. Weird, the weird reflections. <laughs> and the, uh, the the carpet, That's it's adding to the yeah. the ambience People here. do like this carpet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we'll get more into it, but uh, Sean, he's been a good buddy of ours for well over a decade. Ooh, yeah, he, yeah, we've been playing in bands together. We, he's worked Aging on- ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've known him for a while we've been meaning to get him on it's like oh the stars are finally aligned so we'll talk more about like his bands that he's been in his studio he does like artwork for different bands and like website design stuff like that he's definitely everything. a guy that is in it so but before we do yeah, all that everything. let's talk about what's new Kyle what is shaking what is grooving what is new in your world uh, so last week we talked about how uh, you broke your pedal mm-hmm. you stomped the shit out of it and you yep. broke it that whirlwind yeah uh, did so, not last you know, I did my, my expert diagnosis on it, and I told you, you know, it's a foot, it's a foot switch, you know. It's exactly what it was. Okay. Change it out. Sounds beautiful. But, I mean, I think a Phase 90 probably sounds better. Gotcha. But. Mm. <laughs> it's the orange uh, box phaser. That one, uh, I had that, and I'm like, oh, I kept raving. I'm like, this is a great one. This is a great one. <laughs> and when I finally used that band practice, it, uh, it died. It died. <laughs> like the first time. Well, it, it would do, uh, when you hit the switch, it would do one of three things nothing it would either turn on like it's supposed to or it would uh kill the signal (laughs) that's great (laughs) just eat it all up yep light would come on but hey it's a kill switch now so yeah every time you'd hit it like oh it's going to be one of these three i'm like okay so i decided the rest of the practice just just like no idea what it was i I don't need a modulation don't touch this one need a modulation yeah so So, fix it sounds great and you and i tested i stomped the shit out of it i rolled over with my car yeah yeah it's still working (laughs) I think. You're doing lollygagger style? Yeah. You're running it over with your truck? Kyle <laughs> <laughs> uh, approved. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I still haven't played that MXR 10 band. <laughs> so that's an update on that. Yeah, I got the update, it. yeah. Still haven't it's, played it. It's still heavy and really clumpy and- And blue. Big, and bigger than it needs to be. Hell, yeah. AC cable still. Nice. Um, and I bought- what? I Yeah, it's an AC cable. Uh, it's, a, it's a straight up plug into the wall. Like old school? Yeah. Yeah. He's been on a kick of collecting these AC cable MXRs. Yeah. And so f- you know, this is the mystery pedal. So I still don't know if it works. I have. <laughs> Does it have a light on it? No. No, there's no light. Why would they, they have n- the light on it? never put lights on things. <laughs> um, yeah. So I've had other AC ones that don't work or don't work fully or maybe the chips burn out or a pot's not right. So. You so, know, so far the only we'll good see, one. This has is been, like Schrodinger's cat. You know, yeah. <laughs> don't know if it works or not, but right now it works in my head. And yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's killer pedal right right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so great. It's crazy. I didn't even know they made AC oh, pedals. They, they make some killer ones. The ones that do sound, well, the ones that actually work. They made well, killer well, one. M- so, so M- MXR yeah. anyway. Like yeah, obviously, well, Electroharmonics has like yeah the 9, bigger AC ones. Yeah, but. But uh, I bought some Sonic Stompers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm back on that. You get back on that train. Yeah, bought a bunch, actually. Oh, geez. So he released some new ones. So, Sean, Sonic Stompers are uh, like a barefoot button. Yeah. It's a pedal. It's a button cover. But he makes them out of wood or skateboard decks. I think I've seen those. Yeah, so I bought some really cool ones. See the dude that made the 
The Super Mario ones? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Missed out on that one, though. That's literally the only reason I found out about them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's some cool ones in here. Oh, but yeah. He, he, and he's go to do, buy it. It's all sold out. He's still releasing. He'll do, once he finishes one, he'll release it and it gets sold immediately. Oh, what a bastard. I know. It's like, let us make know. Make more. Let us know. I know. Before. Can we just like I give you money? They're so, yeah. they're so like labor intensive to make it. Yeah, because it's like nylon mixed with brass and bronze and steel, and you have thread them. Oh yeah, very cool them. looking. That's the first ones because the barefoot buttons are kind of pricey. Those are mm-hmm. the ones that I've I've been like looking at. But yeah. the the these are more pricey for the it's for, like, like thirty something bucks for that. No, it's more for the the really? Mario ones. Really, they're like fifty. Oh dang! I'm yeah. I'd probably still yeah. buy one. What I want to do is get one and then make like do a custom pedal. Either like Nintendo style or just something, yeah, to go along with it. And probably the like least practical thing. It's like way taller than a yeah, regular it's like, button, like an inch and a half or yeah. like something like that. It's like you'll never use it, but yeah. just to have it. I'm like, no. this is my thing. It's perfect. Just just like put it on a shelf with <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. and yeah, put it's a funny. light on this it. Pe- this pedal's yeah. not going to get used. He advertises it like he dust it off, and <laughs> yeah, that's something. Because well, he made the gold one too, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. He 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 advertises them on like a wine. Stopper, mm-hmm. like uh, <laughs> I'm like, I mean that's kind of cool too. But Put I'm, on a dev- pedal. I'm yeah. definitely putting that shit on a pedal. Yeah. So I got a bunch of those coming in. Nice, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are the skateboard ones are really. Yeah, are I got favorites. a rainbow one. Yeah. As soon as it hit online, I was like, bye 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 bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. So I don't get enough updates for that. Mm. Yeah. You got to be on the gram. Yeah. Like a hawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Sean. Uh, we'll get more into the nitty gritty, but what's new in your world? What's uh, this week? How's it going? Uh, a lot of, lot of recording. Been pretty much nonstop for a couple months. Nice. Um, nice. I had like some downtime last year. Where I was like, oh man, is it going to come back? And then it came back even crazier. I've had like one day off a month. Oh, well, that's... Is it today? Okay, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess... Yeah, you know, a good not thing. Not anymore. But you know, you're you're working. <laughs> it's uh, it's not a, it's not a, not a bad thing to be busy. No, no, it's great. I've been I've been really fortunate. Um, a lot of cool bands coming in, and just, I don't know, just having a lot of fun, like producing, recording people, doing, telling them, telling them they suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, yo, uh, <laughs> play better. Not the <laughs> one, dude. Yeah, you know, let's try that one again. <laughs> You're like. I was feeling that, but let's just do it again. You know? Yeah, I think the the two most like regularly used phrases are, "Yeah, you, you want you want to try it again?" and uh, are, "Are you ready? You ready? <laughs> you ready?" <laughs> that's no, that's pretty good. When you're like you're like telling him, "Are you ready?" Well, I just gave him my all. I let my let, left it all on the on the recording floor here, man. <laughs> <laughs> recording floor. <laughs> let's get a, let's get another one. Another another what? Another, what, like, what, do you, what do you mean another what? Another go. I thought it'd be more like one more time. That's what you would say. <laughs> All right, uh, one more time. Yeah. No. It's like uh, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll pivot and start using that's that how one. To, like makes. All right, you know that was good, but just do it one more time. That's a uh, uh, but Jeff, better. Jeff Forrest. He's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're doing great. Let's try it again. Yeah. That's his thing. And you're like, oh, yeah. cool. And then when you think about it, when you're like, sometimes it's like we'll do drum, you know, play drummers will play there and be like, yeah, either into it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Some, sometimes I'll do that to people. Be like, "Hey, that was that was my favorite one yet. Yeah, let's get like three or four more." Yeah, yeah. just keep going <laughs> just, until I tell you to stop. Just like that. Well, I guess it's also it's good because you don't want to be like kill their confidence. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like yeah. But no, that that's cool. But even today was your day off, but you're saying like I'll be mixing most of the day today. <laughs> before, yeah, before we came in, so it's even a day off. You're like, eh, I'll get some work I, done. I mean, you know, I tried to I tried to sit on and play some video games, but mm-hmm. no, no one's around, so I'm like. Like I'm, I'm playing like mostly multiplayer stuff at this point. So I'm oh like, yeah, 
No, no one's around because they all have normal jobs. Everybody's at fucking work. I guess I'll do something. So I'm like, <laughs> you're playing like, like sick kids. Guess, at I guess home. I'll mix. Yeah, <laughs> they're all from school. Just poning a bunch of kids. They're all like, <laughs> I got my wisdom. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm poning them. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> what are you fucking sick for, you bitch? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm the one teabagging them. <laughs> they, just they, kidding. They, they, <laughs> hey, I think your uh, your crouch button's broken. Just yeah. keeps uh, oh, 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 there it is again. Oh, that's what you're doing. Uh, that's yep. <laughs> Right in my face. <laughs> it only happens when you're right over somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got anything new, Brian? There we go. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought we were still talking with Sean. <laughs> but um, Jesus, tough yeah. crowd. <laughs> we'll get more into teabagging and stuff like that later. But Sweet. My what's new is uh, I'm down. Got something kind of boring, but also kind of cool from Bestronics. Every week, Brian. B- BTPA. Uh, hit up Brad uh, for these like. Custom cables, I was just creeping on his their Instagram and saw that they did these things where it's like, you know, you can get like a nine volt adapter and just plug a battery to it and you can just like te- for testing pedals or yeah. for like emergency power. I'm like, oh, yeah. can you make me a couple of those things? And he's like, yeah, I mean, that's really easy to do. No problem. So like they whipped them up for me pretty quick and sent yeah, them out. That was crazy how fast those came. Yeah. Like within like a couple of days and I'm like, yeah, it came all the way from Chicago. They whipped them up pretty quick so like i post them on 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 instagram it's like people are like that's actually a really cool idea (laughs) yeah Yeah. like pedal builders like wait you don't oh man you could just test pedals out like that you don't have to like hook up power and you're like okay run like you know like a one spot or whatever or like some i i saw like shoneswood he has like a demo kind of thing like a table that he built where he put like those uh True tone one spot things built underneath, and he, so he can like build pedals and like okay, let me test things out and whatever. Just like, a bunch of them at once. Yeah. He's whatever. like, oh, he's like, that's a cool idea. You could just plug <laughs> a battery up to one. When someone said uh, that fuzzes, some fuzzes work better on batteries. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Like, right, I, I've cool. never, never. I've you never, want that? Sp- if you want that sputtery dying, dying it's yeah, like I, yeah, it's like not as consistent. The power starve or something. the yeah. And then I've also heard battery like batteries. I don't pedals sound better. I I don't know if it's on and it works, then it sounds good to me. I've never thought of like, hey, batteries are the best tone, man. You know, oh, the alkaline or versus lithium batteries. Or I'm like, no, I just like whatever. It was like a thing I saw, and I was like, for me, I saw it was like okay, convenience. If you have like a pedal that you're just playing, maybe like you know one that you want to set up on top of your amp. I'm like, oh, cool. This could be fun just to test pedals out and see what what things sound like. But also for like gigs, you have like. The oh shit moments. Where like, <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, the power went out. I can have just a pedal and yeah. it's like maybe I'm like, okay, maybe just your tuner or just your drive or whatever and just plug, plop, plop that in, power it, your power supplies down, whatever. You can still run through the rest of the gig just like up a, a pedal. Or if you really had to go with nothing, then you'd be fine. But I'm like, okay, just having that extra battery option. Yeah. And then um, we've been playing some gigs where I've been just using my FX8 on the ground and I don't have my pedal board and I've been kind of missing my, uh, DC, um, guitar engineering chronograph. So it's like a little clock kind of thing. Could also be a stopwatch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's great for shows because like, you know, your stop time when you're supposed to end. So when you have those weird ones, of like, you have 37 minutes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. when you're supposed to end or whatever. And to me, I'm like, Oh, I wouldn't have to like, okay, get another power supply to run this or whatever. I can just like, uh, Velcro that to my FX8 and then just run this battery thing to it. I'm like, oh, perfect. Whatever. So a lot of little ideas I got cooking up for this like little tiny, like kind of boring little 
<laughs> a little cable for how many? How many did you get? How about three, so we can keep it. So I'm in a gig bag. Nice. Keep some, you know, just on my. Uh, Put one next to my capo. Yeah, keep, in my base case. Yeah, just like <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm very very much into like when so you like the emergency spot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So kind of yeah, a capo. Kyle keeps one in his base case because I always <laughs> seem to find a way to forget. <laughs> all 20 that I have. <laughs> That's happened to me, so. So it's like, oh, Kyle, like, oh, I have one in my base case. I don't, he's not going to use a capo on base, but, you know, it's there. I have, I have like seven drum keys in my backpack, so I feel you. Yeah, you're like, I have drum keys, but no capos. Fuck. Let's put on my headstock. <laughs> can I, is there any merchants that I can trade these drum keys for a capo at the show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I, I'm always like the belt suspenders kind of attitude when it comes to shows. What could happen? Will. So just yeah, having yeah. backups for backups. I, I thought it was really fun. So I was really excited to get these. I'm like, oh, thanks, Brad and Bestronics. Um, and then I also did a little homework. I did, uh, I borrowed, boo. Boo. I borrowed <laughs> Kyle's uh, Line 6 Pocket Pod. Don't so, tell everyone I have one. Oh, no, it's They'll be coming dro- in droves to like borrow it. <laughs> yeah. um, I borrowed that just for the, you know, kitschy thing to be like, oh, let's test this against a fractal XFX2 XL+. And well... Uh, we'll play a demo right here where first you he can hear the pocket pod and then you can hear the same track but with the X effects and you can hear the difference. Well, that sounded great. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> the powers of editing. Um, one thing I came to realize, there's not a huge amount of difference between these cheap <laughs> pieces of gear and the you know, more industry industry standard big piece of thing. Yeah. It The Fractal does sound better, in my opinion. It's easier to get a good sound. I honestly just clicked a preset for, um, here's a Fender Champ. And then here's a JCM 800. That's all I re- used to record it. Whereas in the, you know, line six, there's like a uh, twangy or sparkle clean. 
Tweed Deluxe. Yeah, Sparkle <laughs> Verb Clean type thing. And then also a uh, Big Brit stack. <laughs> yeah, I think right. the name of it or whatever. So I'm like, okay, that's probably a JCM 800, yada, yada. And it's was, a, you know, took some tweaking to get it to sound good. And the thing is, it's in a mix. So um, we you know, had drum tracks that we recorded. This was a plain track that I just re-recorded the guitars for. So I had uh, Kyle's bass tracks, which he used, which was like an Ampeg classic, mic'd up, you know, with the Sans amp also going. So it's a good sounding bass tone. Uh, Drums were recorded at double time. So it's a good sounding drum track. And then I threw my guitars over it. So I'm like, okay, you can hear the line six. And then you can also hear the fractal. I'm like, they're not in the mix. It's not a huge, you could get by. You can honestly get by. The thing is, I like my fractal a lot more. <laughs> it has yeah. way more sounds. It's easier to dial things in and it's harder to dial in bad sounds. Cause the, the, I mean, the line six sounded real, real quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or it sounded like really thin and twangy a bunch of times. So like I re I recorded those tracks several times to get the line six to sound good. But anyways, I just kind of wanted to say it's kind of inter- It's, it is interesting and kind of like, Ooh shit. You know, it's like when you, you know, you buy all this gear and you're like, you could probably get by with, a little less. <laughs> it's not as fun, not as cool, but you know, it's what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're in uh, Why I Sean, lean up against this Sean, wall. Sean, <laughs> he has like, it's like the most dangerous place. Every to be spot next that's to available actually. in this studio is like covered with amps and yeah, guitars. Let's, and cool, uh, cool. let's not suggest that ever again. <laughs> cool. A lot of cool shit, but it's like you were saying, Sean, it's like you went back to like old demos that you had and they surprised, yep. like surprised you and how good they sounded. You're like, Oh, an old, old yeah, you know, presets I made 10 years ago, and I'm like, this isn't going to hang hang with the Kemper. Nope, kind of did. And you're like, this is my sound. Yeah. My I mean, brand. you know, I'm sure I sat there and tweaked with it for hours to get it where it was, but it was just a straight preset. I didn't change anything, mm-hmm. so it was like, hmm. So it's like some of these things, I'm like, yeah, honestly, like, you could, it, like, it's that little bit of difference that lasts, like, few percent of, like, oh, it'll yeah. get you that much cleaner sounding. It's like, when I, you know had these i'm like oh it sounds pretty good and i was like yeah you could totally get by with that but then you hear a fractal and be like oh that sounds a lot better okay i i get why yeah people would play <laughs> this thing it's like because you wouldn't play a gig with a little pocket pod belt clip thing and then <laughs> with we had, wireless yeah <laughs> we, we had a joke going around for a bit where we wanted to do that we wanted to just show up with like those little like mini stacks i made for vox or yeah. like marshall oh, yeah, like, yeah i mean i guess they're kind of the belt ones yeah like, you know, a little whatever three. I have a Fender speaker. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> little battery, little weird little battery battery MD thing over here, ten or something. MD twenty. Yeah. yeah, we were gonna th- show up with those and just like a full pedal board in front of them oh. to like Soma or something and just see what Michael. what happened. Yeah, Man, <laughs> right. I've kinda, tried running pedals and sometimes something's gonna explode. Oh yeah, <laughs> to the frequencies like for something they're gonna rip the plastic apart. No, it literally sounds like it's <laughs> clipping from yeah. the first pedal, even if it's like a modulation pedal, like overdrive. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to know. It'd be it'd be funny for like bands that do like the full in ear Kemper, you know, fractal rigs or whatever. They did that, and their stage was just the little battery powered amps. If somebody like stage crew had like you know, <laughs> like a cart that they used to like you know bring these amps out and like plop them stage right and left and you go see the band you know they're all di they yeah. all know it but they're taking the piss out of the whole like they joke. stack them though they do yeah. like half stack or they do like a wall of them but it's still only up to your like knee dude <laughs> of just mini marshals we thought about doing that with like all the little the orange one by 12s just like all of us showing up with like one by 12 stacks or yeah, like well, a, we, we've we've done that man, before it works it's, out. <laughs> it's just hilarious when like you show up and there's a band with like full stacks and they still don't exactly. sound like you do and yeah. you're like what are you doing here we did that uh band was like you know 
great classic rig. They had the you know Ampeg 810 with a SVT three or something like that. Yeah. And then they had a JCM 900 with a you know a 412 1960 cab. Okay. Yeah. And then we. We showed up and I'm like, okay, we were basically like running from work to get there. I'm like, okay, let's just take the Vic. And we took like the small, like Terra base, two by 12 base. And then, uh, my, uh, AD 15, the one by 12 yep. and just played. And they're like, we were the opening <laughs> band. They're like, oh, these fucking, they brought fucking practice amps to fucking play the show. These little, they looked, they did not want to even talk to us. And they saw us play and they were like all the bands on tour. They're like, <laughs> how did you guys get it to sound so big? I'm like, it's. They're mic up everything. I love here. stuff like that. Like, yeah, you know, like at uh, this venue, Soda Bar. And they, they were touring, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm like, yeah, we just went DI out of the Sands amp for the bass. And this was just to feel it. I'm like, yeah, they mic up the amp. It's 15 watts. So it's like, there's only one speaker to mic I up. I totally remember having a moment like that, though. Like, I, I remember being at Soma and yeah. hearing some dude play like a, it was, it got to be like a Fender Blues Deluxe. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It was, no, I'm, I think it was tube. I don't know. Okay. It was a long time ago. But, I just remember hearing his tone being like, that's coming out of that little combo. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. It's dude, like, I had the, to be the, like 20 at the time. The Soma days when we used to play and everybody had half stacks and that was like, it's killer. I mean, they're awesome. They're so fun to play, but it's like you get, you get there and you're like, when they mic everything up, it's probably just easier just to play smaller. <laughs> I know. Well, you're only taking one speaker. It's all for stage volume. But yeah, yeah. it's, it's still fun to play the big amp. So I, I like being in both camps to be like, yeah, big, you know, killer expensive amps but also you know you can go smaller and then the big ones at home (laughs) yeah and this was like yeah that's a little backwards there (laughs) yeah i don't want to move the big one (laughs) and it's also like this this little project it was like fun to be oh yeah it actually can be okay with the cheaper stuff like it's just like i guess it's all really how much attention you really want to give it and if it's just for a demo purpose i'm like um i know a lot of people do home recording i'm like you can just get something like a pocket pod or a pod or whatever or even just like plugins and just get that as long as you get a good di you can reamp to bigger expensive you know gear and stuff like that at a you know real studio quote unquote if you yeah. wanted to and so like somebody could take di's to you and you could be like oh i'll just reamp them in kemper or i you do know. that a lot honestly yeah and it's like it's it's fun so anyways it was a little experiment to be like i still like my fractal but you can hear the difference i'm like is it you know what like oh, $1,100 yeah, $1, more <laughs> better. I don't know. <laughs> well, and 10 years difference. Yeah. But uh, that was kind of it for the what's news. Um, Sean, you know, you mind if we pick your brain a little bit and then we'll yeah. hit some topics. Sure. All right. So I guess with a little bit more of a backstory, uh, we've been, you know, we, like we said, we've we known you, I don't know, since 2007, I guess we used to play shows and then you were also like somewhere, graphic designer. Somewhere in you there. You did uh, our, one of our first like albums. You did the artwork and like, Kind of the whole release of like posters and shirts and stuff like that. So you've been like a you know creative guy since ever ever since we've known you. Yeah, yeah. you've been in bands. You've been like graphic design. You've been doing the whole nine. Yep. And then um, I want to say what in the last like what eight years or so you've started doing a studio as like um, this is like something a venture that I'm doing to like put out. I mean, I, I think I think it started fully when we moved in here, but before that, I was mm-hmm. still doing like demos and stuff with friends. And then but, recording your own band and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, we, we were doing, um, stereo summer when yeah. we were doing that, we were doing a lot of recording up at, uh, up at Dave's house. Cause man, that, that was a trip going up there. The first time we go up there, he's like, oh yeah, we can hang out in my practice space. It's yeah. a, it's a room above my garage. And I'm thinking it's a house like this and like, yeah, yeah. you know, a track home or whatever. And we go up there and he's like, yeah, okay. So the code for the first gate and we're like the first gate. <laughs> And just it, it was nuts, man. Like we go through this whole this whole neighborhood, and and we get up there, and he's got it's this, like one of those neighborhoods that's like incorporated with like a golf course. 
Where they have like gates going I between. I would them. not be surprised if there was a golf course there. <laughs> yeah. He had a tennis court. Okay. You guys could just like it's a big, big property, and you guys could just jam. <laughs> you're like, cool. This is yeah. Well, so so his they they had like a three car garage mm-hmm. that was uh it was attached to the house, but it was by a long hallway. Yeah. Nice. So it was like they had a private entrance to their garage and what had previously been like a loft or something. Mm-hmm. And Dave was just like, yeah, can I soundproof this? And his parents were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. And so he soundproofed the whole thing and we, we could practice there until like, you know, one, I mean, we, we did practice there all night at a couple times like yeah. in early stereo days. <laughs> just getting the band together and start like, okay. I, I just remember going home, like driving home from Encinitas back down to La Mesa at like five 30 in the morning being yeah. like, man, that was interesting. You're like, all right, sun's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So like we, he had a bunch of recording gear up there. Um, he had an isolated control room cause he was trying to get into recording. And actually I've got a couple of his pieces here right mm-hmm. now. I'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he, we, um, I don't know. We, we would screw around with like a lot of recording stuff and I kind of grew up like hanging out with my uncle who's doing all of his own recordings. Yeah. And he ran a studio, uh, in the nineties called ninth ring. Nice. So you yeah. were like, you've always kind of been like interested in doing it. And then like, you kind oh, of yeah. just cut your teeth by like, well, I'm re- going to record my band and I want my band to sound good. So I'm going to learn all the tricks. I mean, I, I bought my first interface probably like 2004. Mm-hmm. It was like a 001. I got it used. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually still at the practice. At space. The re- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're tied in with Sean. We even we share rehearsal space for our bands and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So it's like. Were you the one kind of like, you know, like, hey, you know, you, I'm going to kind of like take control. It was like, okay, I guess I'll back things up a little bit. So Stereo Summer was a band that you played guitar in and you also sang. Yep. You kind of did probably like a lot of the songwriting or like with the guys, you kind of like. I mean, I, I would say I probably did like 80, 90% of the songwriting. Yeah, and, and then, then like everything kind of just, you know, how it is, it just evolved from yeah, there. Yeah. And you got everybody like adds their own flavor, their, their own sass <laughs> to it. Yeah, on, yeah. 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 Sometimes Dave would come up with stuff and I'm just like, I have no idea how you wrote that. Yeah, so, so like, that kind of like pushed you to be like, oh well, let's record it and let's do that. And so did you started doing demos. Um, and was yeah. that your stuff you released right away, or was it just for your yourself to like um, learn the songs? You know, back in the MySpace days, we uh, no. yeah, the, there we go. The best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we released a couple of those demos just mm-hmm. like for the hell of it, just like random stuff wound wound up being on the player. It wasn't even full songs. It was like here's a clip of a new song or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just but, to, just to get on there. That was uh, that was like the first thing. It's like just get a song on there so we can have like a cool MySpace page. Oh that yeah, was our, dude. our thing. Yeah, and play right when you open the page. Yeah. Just blast. <laughs> I know. Wait, why is mine so quiet? It's not mastered. Yeah. yeah. And like Shit. back in the day, you're like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, just turn the volume knob up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it is, right? Yeah. And then, um, so you guys were playing for a little while, and then you guys ended up doing like a EP. You recorded that one with. Did you do that one or was it, wasn't it like the Jaime from Pierce the Veil? Did oh yeah, yeah. So or that was a little after. Yeah, no, no. Um, actually that was literally right as we started the band. So like yeah. basically three months into us being in, being a band, like we were just like, we need to get some songs actually mm-hmm. recorded. Cause at that point we'd done demos in Dave's garage for D- Dave's garage, Dave's yeah. deluxe garage. Yeah. Very nice garage. <laughs> yeah. For, for like, I don't know, we, we'd probably done and then redone them like four or five times. And yeah. we're just like, you know, these are good, but they're just not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we could record these and, and we could keep screwing around with them and they might get there, but they're just not quite the quality that we want. You got to like shoot or shoot. So you're like, okay, let's, we, we know when to like say, Hey, we need help. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you went with the, 
Yeah. So we, we hit off Jaime. I, I've, I've known that dude forever. I've been in bands with mm-hmm. him and, uh, he, uh, he recorded us pretty much in just like a weekend at his place. Yeah. Those are the best ones. Just barrel through. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was nuts, man. And, uh, <laughs> I remember we got the mixes back. We, we went in there and like, the second week of January and we got them back at the end of January, which yeah. like thinking back to that and then comparing that to how quickly like things get turned around now, I'm like, geez, dude, you had like, you, you must've just worked on only those. Yeah. Like, like I think about my own turnaround. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> two, <laughs> well, two weeks, dude. Yeah. And it's good job. So like from, from there you were, were you kind of like one of the ones that heading up, like when you were in the studio, you're kind of like looking over the shoulder and be like, Hey, what about this? What about this? Like, you're almost like, like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's kind of funny thinking back to that because like, you know, you think of a studio now and even like a home studio, they got like a, a couple pieces of hardware because it just became so much more accessible. Yeah. So like, you know, everyone's got like a, a warm audio like compressor or something. Yeah. But like we were literally using, I, I think it was a fire studio. Oh yeah. No, that's, those were, they, they made the things work. Yeah. They yeah. Did sound. Oh my I mean, always do they, I always like saw, saw those in studios. I'm like, they weren't bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hilarious, dude. We I, I think Jaime recorded us on I want to say Cubase with a Fire Studio, and the only mics he had were like a fifty seven for guitar, yeah, maybe a four twenty one, mm-hmm. and a TLM one hundred three that he was borrowing from somebody. Yeah, I would and say fifty seven could just that would be kind of all you need for a mic locker <laughs> for guitar at least. Yeah, I mean, no, you dude, uh, you can get away with that on vocals. Actually, yeah. the first song I ever recorded with anybody. um, that got released. I think I recorded some wannabe stuff with my uncle at some point, but mm. never went anywhere with it. <laughs> but like the first song we ever recorded also was with Jaime when we were in a band together in high school and he used the 57 on everything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's cool. Like it was Frank's red hot sauce. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so dude, that was, so what was that? That was a cakewalk guitar tracks. Oh dang. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is like 2002 yeah. and we had a, we had a mixer, like a, like a Mackie mixer with like, five mm-hmm. of the six channels didn't work. <laughs> so he had one. So all you needed was one. <laughs> so like, but it was one of the, it was, it was like one of the stereo channels that still worked. Okay. Yeah. So we, we piped everything into it and then ran the stereo out with a TRS cable into his line in on his computer. Oh shit. <laughs> and we either use cakewalk to, like guitar tracks or it might've been cool at it pro. Yeah. <laughs> like going back here. Nice. And like that, that was, yeah, that was fun. The, the drums sounded terrible. They sound like you're recording them in a tin can. Yeah. It, it was literally just one mic. Like, where do yeah. we point well, it? I, I mean, don't know. It was like, point it, it was, at the snare. What's so fun about looking back on it is like, that's what you needed to get it by. And like, yeah. you, you did it. Like, yeah. you were, you, nothing held you back. You're like, okay, except for money. But that didn't even help hold you back. You're like, I'm just going to do it. And that was fun. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that EP you guys did, you guys, I mean, that took you... That got you shows that you, got, yeah, you, that, like, dude, that, fans that, got us, that got you MySpace. We didn't like, record anything plays, for all that stuff. You two and videos. a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Off all, all off of that EP that you guys did like in a weekend, you know? Yeah. No, it's crazy. I mean, I, I don't think, I don't think bands really realize the value of recording their material, even if it's terrible. Like it, you're, you're going to write better material. Yeah. Cause it just like, it gets somebody to like, oh, you can tell somebody about your band all day long, but you're like, listen to it. Yeah. I mean, dude, like even if, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like, even if you're, you're terrible, you you can just be like, well, I don't know what you do with your weekend. You, you had, went to your yeah. job and you know, I, I made some music afterwards. Yeah. You had something tangible at least to show people. No, that's cool. 
And then, so you guys uh, played around for a while. You guys uh, did a lot of shows, you know, Southern California. And you guys did a couple of runs, right? Or yeah, did, we did like, a, like, like a couple of mini runs, like a couple in the South. And then we played a bunch of shows like up in like whatever, mid, mid Northern California or whatever. Yeah. We didn't really break out too much beyond that. Mm-hmm. I, I think surprisingly, we probably have more success today, like now with like random playlists, picking up our songs on Spotify. Yeah. And that, that comes with also like your guys' next recording you guys did. Um, not, not to say that the EP wasn't good, but you're, it was a big step up when you guys yeah. did like your next, like, was it fringin- friendships and vengeance? friendships and vengeance? Vengeance, yeah. yeah. That's a, it's a mouthful, darling. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> I know what I was, it. I don't know what I was thinking with that one. Friendship. Yeah. yeah no, I, 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 I like that one a lot. That one was big sounding. I loved, I loved all the tones on that. Yeah. We, we went with, uh, with Brent Clausen. Um, he, he was the bassist, I believe mm-hmm. of bullets and octane mm-hmm. and he had crazy amounts of gear and it was, yeah, I mean, every, everything sounded, I mean, drum tones sounded big, which, you know, aren't an important thing, Yeah, but even guitar, I was like, they're complex. It's not just like, like you can, you can hear all the parts and it's like, even just listening to me, it's one of my, you know, a great album to listen to with headphones. Cause you can hear like, Oh, different tones coming in and yeah. forth and like, so with that, I'm like, yeah, you went to a studio, but did you kind of have a big hand in, I want to say you guys, you had a big hand in like producing it too? I, I mean, yeah, production wise, we, we went in there, we did a lot of pre-production mm-hmm. at Dave's again with that. And like, you can, you can hear the guitar tones. Like we, guitar tones are pretty much all, all me and Dave. Yeah. Like, you, I know you guys like had a really big, um, difference in sound. Yours is like, I think, um, more mid focused. Yep. And his was definitely like, he kind of like filled in the gaps with like the highs and like he did, it was basically, you had the Marshall and he had the Mesa. Yeah. And it was like, let's fill in the gaps. And there. he had that triple wreck that you couldn't drive. Yeah. So he had to put something into it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that was, that was a lot of fun. So with that one, I guess, yeah, those are all up on Spotify. So maybe we'll, I'll link it in the description, but cool. yeah. So, I mean, from there you guys were, you know, playing a lot and then you kind of started getting more into it. it to me, it, it I'm sure it's from your point of view. To me, I'm like, out of nowhere, you're like, oh, I got a studio now. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, well, he's he's doing it now. He's recording bands. I'm like, so how was that transition from you to like, oh, now I'm gonna I'm kind of focusing on my own projects. I want to do things for other bands. It, it was kind of funny actually. Like we um, you know, we we went through a couple drummers in stereo after after Nick left. Like we we had um we had Eric and then uh Eric went up touring with uh I forget their name. Marin Paracel or something is a super like Euro pop sounding thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, from, from there, like once Eric left to go on tour, we we were kind of like treading water and then Wes joined us. Oh yeah. 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 Wes being your old drummer. Yeah. One of one, one of them. One yeah. Of Wes, uh, <laughs> the one and only no yes. Wes, cool guy. Definitely. Definitely. And then yeah. he definitely, uh, kept it. Yeah. It was, it was cool. I remember you, and you guys were recording with him or demos at least. And then, yeah, I got them all here. And then, um, yeah, it, so from there that I think that's when I, I, I noticed I'm like, Oh, so you guys were still doing stereo with Wes. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. You are recording your own demos. And I'm like, this sounds pretty fucking good. I'm like, <laughs> and that's when you kind of moved here and that's when you were doing it. Yeah. That was, uh, and I was, pointed here. Like anybody can almost, see my hands. Yeah. Right. This, this studio here. What do I do with my, anyway, uh, I was like 2012, I believe. Yeah. Like, so yeah, almost, almost to the date actually seven, seven years ago, June, 2012. Yeah, nice. So we moved in here, and um, I mean, initially it was both me and me and Nick, uh, Nova, the yeah, yeah. the bassist for sure. Yeah. yeah, 
So initially both of us were just kind of like pooling all, all of our gear. And I, I had a ton of random, like my, like I had a 003 interface yeah, and uh, like just some random stuff. And Dave was like, Hey, I'm no longer using some of this, this other stuff I've moved on to bigger and better, which he had ironically purchased off of Brent. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like slowly we started just, acquiring all these pieces. Yeah, of Keeping like, it in the family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah. So like two, uh, again, doubling back to that, I have two of those here now because mm-hmm. Dave moved to New York and was just like, I'm not really going to be taking these with me. So you want to do something? Yeah. So it's kind of cool that I have two pieces of that album that like really helped shape my, my big push, I yeah. guess, to record. Nice. Uh, I, we, we got in there with Brent and I was like, you know, I think I could do this. Yeah. No, that's really cool. To, I mean, just that inspiration to be like, I want to record bands because it's not yeah. every, not everybody wants to do it. There's so many like people and you're coming across it now that you have a studio. People just want to be like, I want to record my songs. I don't want to record the songs. I want somebody else to do like the engineering for me. It's yeah. cool that you got that bug and it's, it bit you and it's, it's sounding good and you're doing a lot of stuff now. It's you know, like you're making it your life. <laughs> I, I dig it. I don't know what it is. Like, I just, I like, I like literally zooming all the way in on a waveform and dismantling why <laughs> it sounds like meticulous that. work on it. Yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of people hate that shit. I, I, I'm, I, I would say I'm kind of at that point, but I would never want to do it for anybody. I only yeah. myself, <laughs> my band, and I guess the podcast, that's it. But no, it's, it's cool that it's something that you really enjoy. And it's like, I know you're a guy, um, as a guitar player, you're really big on tones, the guitar tones. And it's yeah. not even just like tones, like as a, as a buzzword, it's like <laughs> with a Z. Yeah. It's like, you kind of have to, <laughs> as a guitar player, a lot of people, like there's some people that don't care. Yeah. You know, you have, you've probably come across those people like, yeah, I'm just going to play it and whatever you kind of do what you got to do. Yeah. But, you know, you're a guy that as you know, playing in bands, you gave a shit about your sound. Yeah. And then now as like an engineer, you're like, oh, I can, I have an ear for that. You kind of almost found yeah. that gift or like something that you will feed and you're like, yeah, it's fun. And then now you're like, people will come in and actually like pay you money to do it. Yeah. And I, I think that was kind of like. I feel like that was the one thing people always said about stereo. They were like, you know, your, your guitar tones sound really good mm. live. And I'm like, this, I, I found these tones in like 2003, 2004. Like I just know, I know what my feel, amp does. It, it's, 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 it's definitely like <laughs> when, when somebody says that to you, it's no, like, it's great. And people are like, it's not awkward. Don't like feel embarrassed to say that to like any guitar player, bass player. If you like the way they sound, like, Hey, I really like your tone. And people are like, They'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. like, Thank you I'm, so much. I'm touched. I like, think, uh, you love me. You really give him a Sally feel. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you guys commented on it at one point, but I think I said something like that on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh Cass, I don't know if you know him, he uh, he comments, he's like, yeah, that's uh, that's what I tell people when, uh, when I just don't know what else to say because they were kind of shitty. Oh. I was like... <laughs> Oh, thanks. Thanks, buddy. It's still good, though. It's still, I hate you. I'll, I'll take it. All those it. wrong notes. Yeah, he was, but you he was like, no, great. but you guys, you guys have good tone. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I see what you're doing here. The, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looks good on you, though. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Um, yeah. I wanted, wanted to ask you, like, more like about your like bands. Are you, are you like in a project right now, currently? Because I know you've been kind of like in and out and you've been like, you've done touring with like bass for, different bands and you guys yeah. have like been up the, up and down the coast. And right now you're kind of um, like maybe, you know, with everything you got, you got married, you got your studio and you're working on this. I'm like, maybe you're like, okay. It's hey. been a busy couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. You've um, been kind of all over the map. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, congrats. Thank yeah. This Thank is you. like. <laughs> <laughs> um, applause sound. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's cool. You're like, you've been busy. So it's not like you're just like sitting in my laurels. Do, 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 yeah. Do, right. do, do. You're like, so, 
Um, but you have, you had mentioned that you're like, oh, I'm kind of working on some projects. Is that like something yeah. that's? I mean, it's kind of weird. Like, like still a fire that you're like, it's not dying yet. I'm just no, like, no, no. I'm busy. Dude, one, I, one man can only do so much. You know, it's one of those <laughs> things where like you get to the end of the night and you're mixing someone else's music and you're like, man, I could really write a part over this. Like, it's mm-hmm. not my song, yeah. but like I could just really write a cool hook over this. And <laughs> they, then you're like, <laughs> they, they get it back. I'm like, where's all these guitars and background vocals coming from? I've snuck oh, a couple. I was getting you with a bunch of different other mics and then oh, I dude, it was the overtones, man, you know, ran through a <laughs> yeah. phaser, you know, a phaser is right. Yeah. That's what it does. Oh, well, it sounds like that. Thickens your tone. That's, it sounds like a different part. It's no, no, so they, they no take, that was you, man. They take that and run with it. Like, yeah, no, that's what a phaser does, dude. <laughs> what, what was that weird uh, Line 6 pedal? The F, the the Line 6 FM4, where it just had like a bunch of random- oh, filters and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, no, I just put it through the uh, the FM4, dude. It just kind of did its thing. Yeah. You just, know, FM, you ever heard of FM radio? All the big a line voices on the, on the FM radio, dude. That's what it is. I'm like, shit, okay. All your tone <laughs> comes right from this thing. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, I just put it through the Kemper and it uh made its made its own personality. Yeah. Does anybody it know what a Kemper does? It it knows what your song needs. Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> it's so smart. You just turn that on and I'm plug like plugged into the you know the guitar's not not plugged in. They're <laughs> like the lights on, on they're the, like, Oh shit. Yeah, I'm just no. gonna re- I'm gonna record the profiling sound yeah. and put it in someone's music. <laughs> like, dude, what's up with this modem in here? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well the Kemper knows what you need. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, anyways. Back to you know, your <laughs> no, your, let's your, not your, your band. I know I'm, I'm I'm trying to drive this. I'm doing shittily. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I it, it's one of those things where, like I said, I, sometimes you, I'll, you, I'll you, sit around and write stuff at yeah. home. And I think towards the beginning of the year, when I had a lot of downtime, mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really, I really need to be on stage performing and doing something right now. Mm. And I still feel like that, but it's one of those things where, like, if I'm busy enough, it's not really, it's not really like a pressing need, you know? Yeah, it's it's like. It'll be there. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's the venues, you know, you know, people to play with. <clears throat> so it'll happen when it happens. But yeah, know. I know a couple people. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, you know, recording is a thing that you're like, okay, well, I'd rather be inundated with that and, you know, um, you know, work like I'll give that some time, but your bands, you're like always work. I'm, I'm sure you're always writing music. And stuff yeah. Like that, yeah. Right? I mean, dude, there's so many demos in there. Like, I have a. Couple, I recorded them with a line six. I have a, yeah, it's a pod uh, XT. <laughs> I have like, you know, uh, line six pod plugin. <laughs> That's all. Into I a spider. Pod farm. Oh yeah. my God. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure you get it's like, oh, I got, I got hard drives of songs that you'll, you'll whip out. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, do you have any like kind of like tips for people who are just starting? Maybe somebody is in a band that they're like in a studio. I'm like, oh, I don't know anything yet. But like, I'm definitely interested in these things. And like, you know, the rest of my band is like, they record their parts and they're like, oh, I'll, I'll chime in a uh, peanut gallery when it comes to time to mix or I'll dip out <laughs> when it comes time to pay. But it's like the yeah. one guy, yeah. the, the one guy who's there and it's like, Hey, I'm really like buddying up. And I'm, I don't know how that is with you. If like you, you ever have band members who are like, I want to be there. For oh the whole yeah. Process. No, dude, all, all the time. And the, there's people who, who literally want to know everything and they'll ask you questions relentlessly, almost yeah. to the point of being annoying. I, I, I say that cause I was that guy. And right. I was with like I was like oh always bugging a buddy of ours Roland. I was always bugging him and picking yeah. his brain. And luckily with him and like Jeff Forrest and even you, we've tracked before and stuff yeah. like that. And I've asked you questions. You've given me middle um, finger. No, I mean even like you've given me advice. Like I was like when I was first tracking things, thing like my vocal uh, waveforms, they were just hey we're yeah. a little too high here. A little bit, yeah. But you're okay because they're not peaking and like you know distorting but you're you're pretty close yeah right <laughs> and i was like 
where should I be? I'm like, you should probably be around like ne- negative six at yeah, the yeah. most. And I'm like, you know, cause you can always boost things up later, but you don't, you can't bring things down. Da, da, da. I'm like, for me, when I was younger, I was like, oh shit. Like a, like a, a friend, like just giving advice. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You know, those, I'm sure that you have those people that are in your studio. I'm like, Hey, I'll, I'll tell you about whatever I want, but it's like, you know, I think for me, it's kind of like, I, I kind of have to gauge how serious they are before really getting into a conversation mm. with them. Cause it's like, sometimes you can get into a conversation and you feel like they really <laughs> gotcha, want to gotcha, know, gotcha. but they'll, they'll kind of drive the, drive the whole thing, keep asking questions. And then some random question will come out and drive it in a different place. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you're derailing me now. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're just like, <laughs> you've, you've learned. I'm like, okay, I can spot the derailing here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. It's just one of those things where, like, if they're serious about it, I'll sit there and talk their ear off to the point where, like, we won't even get anything done. And be like, oh, sorry, guys, got to come back another day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would say some people just, I mean, like, for you, the story, just do it. There's yeah. nothing holding you back. You found out things to do and, like, hey, what's going to hold me back from recording? Nothing. We'll just figure out the cheapest, shittiest way to do it, but we're going to do it. But you learn the whole way. You learn by kind of sometimes making mistakes, you know? Oh, like, yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> and you it, learn. It's it's as dumb as like like I said, like you know when when we started tracking with the double O one, for instance, like we, we recorded mm-hmm. a bunch of completely random stuff. Like uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember it, the uh, Malaysian bat experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> we, we recorded that stupid Boys in the Hood cover that everybody loved. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That was and it, it was like, dude, we did this in my apartment living room. With, there's no treatment in here. There's there's I there's a freaking if you listen closely enough, you can hear a fish tank going off while, while the acoustic guitar is going. Like, <laughs> like we we just kind of did our thing, you know. It, it was like if I listen to it now, am I impressed with it sonically? Fuck no. But you're you're ha- you're you're happy that you did it, and you I I would say you learned like you're like, hey, we did that. Uh, if I'm gonna do that again, I will do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's like I think you know you you don't know unless you try things. I I would I would say that would be kind of good just from your story of like yeah hey I you know I didn't I I kind of came into like this you know I started this band had some recording that we needed <clears> to get done I just did it and then you know from there you kind of like you know just piled on knowledge and you know trying out gear and you didn't have certain gear that you do now and you still did it. I mean honestly, it's it's kind of one of those things where like you you look at all these people in in like Facebook groups and stuff yeah. And they're like, oh man, what do you guys think of this mic versus this mic? Or what do you think about that? It's like, dude, go on YouTube, l- listen through the shitty speakers that you're currently listening to whatever Music, you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Like you're not going to buy new speakers if you go buy this thousand dollar microphone. Yeah. That much is clear to me. Yeah. Like you're going to, you're going to be listening to it through these speakers anyway. So the quality of the demo almost doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Make a decision. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like just, or, or. Maybe you got the money. Buy them both. Try it out. Return yeah. the one you don't like. <laughs> if, if you're lucky enough, yeah, get if you get them both, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of like I think that's a huge hindrance that people think of. Like, I don't have this X piece of gear. I can't do this. Well, you can oh, still do anything that you want. Just put your mind to it. <laughs> you can accomplish anything. Oh, Brian, you're so expi- some inspiring. you know why, you know a wise guy once told me that not a, not a wise guy but a wise man a wise guy yeah <laughs> but you know hey I guess we could we could always just like uh. Talk your ear off more. Maybe we'll do that more on the Patreon. But okay. let's hit a couple topics. What do you say? Cool. Okay. So the first topic I had, you know, it's kind of to go off of, you know, you I mean you're a recording engineer, but like Kyle and I have also like recorded our own songs, kind of DIY. We've like, anyways, this yeah. topic goes off of that. How do you know when a song is done with recording? Either the mixing process, the tracking process. How do you know? It's like, hey, we're done. Let's walk away. Press it. We're we're done. Yeah, press it. I mean, 
the musician side of me says, I mean, is it ever really done? (laughs) But that's, that's a terrible answer. But also you're coming from also the engineer side of things. Yeah. Like, when is it like, Hey guys, I got to go (laughs) peeps. We're tapping out. Come on. Um, I think it was kind of funny. Um, at a certain point while we were doing stereo stuff, um, Dave took a bunch of the demos we were making Yeah, to, he, he was going to, he was going to some, I, I don't remember which school it was, but it was a it was like a music school on, on the East coast somewhere, yeah. you know, probably somewhere reputable that I should know the name of, yeah. but I, I don't. <laughs> and, uh, right. Yeah. I, should, I should name drop it, but, uh, whatever it, it's, you know, he was going there and he, he had a couple of production classes cause he was getting really heavily into recording and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is funny because both of us came out of Brent's studio yeah. being like, yo, we're going to go record. This mm-hmm. is what we want to do. Yeah. So like he, uh, he went to a uh, school over there for some like production classes and stuff. And, uh, he was showing them some of the songs we were writing and they're like, wow, yeah, these are, these are like a good blend of like not too busy, but they're not boring at all. Gotcha. I don't even remember what songs they were, but it was one of those things where like, as soon as somebody said that out loud to me, I was like, huh. And I I never really, I never really thought about it like that. So like striking that balance. Yeah. So I think, I think it's one of those things where like, as you go through and you're adding stuff to a song, you want to, you want to make sure that it still adds to the song rather than just being there to add more parts. Yeah. Which a a lot of musicians do like, and, and I mean, dude, for some genres it works, I guess. Like, you know, you listen to a lot of this weird, like, metalcore, like, like post-hardcore, like, progressive stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, there's parts on parts on parts. Yeah, I think we do that a lot. And so far I've been proud of what we do, but I know, like, we get carried away with vocals for Kyle and no. guitar for me. Sometimes I'd be like, there's like, ah, oh, there's like 10 guitar tracks. Fuck it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Pro Tools, it doesn't like it, like, hey, it doesn't limit you to a certain amount to an extent. But I'm like, yeah, I'm going to keep adding this part and this, da da da. And then um, for vocals, Kyle, like, he's doing dubs of certain things and he'll do like these harmonies. I love it. I it's, love them. It's, it's cool. And so I'm like, I don't know. It's like, where, like, for, okay, Kyle, when do you know that you're done? My, when my throat hurts. Or like, I'm done. we've, I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I mean, we've done things where you've like, uh, well, I guess when I'm like, Hey, like, Hey, I got an idea for this song that I've sent you, like, just like a blast track of just like, Oh, I just bounce yeah. it down real quick. I'm like, Hey, and you're driving around in your car, but I got an idea when a I, harmony. when I'm can't think of anything else, I guess that isn't going to be over the top or mm-hmm. I, I guess when you've stacked too much shit on there. Yeah. And it's going to fall over. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? When it's like, like, like. When is my lead disappearing? Oh, when, yeah. When am I, you know? And then you, you can always tuck a lot of those back. Yeah. And stuff, but like. When, you yeah. know, it's like, hey, I, I'm. When am I taking away from something like the exactly, actual yeah. main? Yeah. If you're adding too much for, to the harmony, to like the. Like, yeah. Oh, that's more interesting than well, the lead. It's vocal. like when it, when it becomes, well, that, that happens too. But like when it becomes just like a wall of sound, I'm, I'm yeah. using my hands too much today. That's when right. it becomes like a wall of sound that like you almost can't tell where the lead was yeah. or, or you can't figure out what you're supposed to be listening to. It's like, you're not complimenting it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it when it be- starts sounding acapella, you can't yeah. hear anything else. <laughs> dial it back a little bit. Yeah. So well, I, know, I know for like bass, <laughs> it's just like kind of like one track and go. Yeah. Um, but I know for guitar, sometimes I'll keep adding all these different ideas and like keep going. And I'm like, shit. 
I need to pull back. Yeah, you got to you got to pick one. We we've we've done things before, and like the next, uh, keep talking about it. But like the next EP that we're doing, I'm I'm really like kind of pushing myself to be like, okay, double the rhythm, maybe a lead, and maybe some type of like background atmospheric mm-hmm. kind of guitar stuff. Maybe like four to five tracks, which I know people are like, that's kind of a lot of guitar tracks. But I'm like, from what I've done, I, <laughs> I, I mean, dude, typically most most of the stuff I'm doing these days here, there's anywhere from four to eight guitar tracks. Yeah, like ev- right. every single recording. Yeah, and it's like okay, and I, I think the less that you have, like you can focus on your parts more. It's like if you have less guitar tracks going on, you can focus on your main guitar parts being more interesting and carrying the weight a little bit more. Oh yeah, it's like, yeah. Hey, this is like. You know, your rhythm track is actually more interesting than, or needs to be more inter- interesting than just like, hey, we kind of just have like, here's your blocks of chords and then stack shit on top of it. I'm like, hey, your rhythm is actually going to be maybe locking in with the bass and drums more. I'm like, okay, cool. Then that's more of a unit. And you do like a sparse lead over it. I'm like, I don't know. I got, I got these ideas. I think I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, probably a good example, actually. Uh, Jimmy World. Yeah. Like literally everything that they do is just layers a huge of, yeah and, and i think if you listen to it like you'll hear that they all kind of float around the whole song mm-hmm. and then their formula is like at a, at a certain point they like to just throw everything at it like yeah. like usually their outro choruses or or like their build-ups like just crazy amount of sound and it's yeah it's like everything too it's like a big um guitar sound vocals and they even do like a lot of like percussion kind of like you know they can do like shakers and like tambourine type like i know like they add that to, like they're like that in the kitchen sink we're doing it oh yeah and it's cool it works for them but i'm like it, it, that's a fine line to be like okay we're giving our engineer who's going to mix this it's a, oh that's going to be a long day <laughs> oh yeah there's a lot of like to make all that work in a mix too there's like there's so much eq shaping that you have to do yeah it's like well when when do these things get lost and a thing too of like i don't know i've, I've done it to where i'm like like and i've heard songs before it's like okay it's like we've always talked about them but i'm still gonna do it the flatliners they're like a band that's like some of their tracks are super like simple it's like they're hard panned yeah and it's like okay one guitar over here maybe it's like two amps but like blended into one track maybe he's like playing out of two amps or whatever but it's like it's still one guitar track basically sounding like one guitar and one guitar on the left and then maybe one lead down the middle, and that's their band, guitar-wise. I'm like, it's super simple. It's like even like Hot Water Music, like it's a big sounding, but I'm like, oh, yeah. it's like stripped down. So I'm like, almost like, if you can get away with this to make it sound more live, and then I'm like, it's, and then it goes back and forth. Like you, you were saying Jimmy World, great sounding band. They, like, their stif- stuff sounds fucking killer. And even like, um, like Green Day, it's like they are just like a big orchestra for fucking sake sometimes. It's like, yeah. that sounds great, but I'm like, Where's the, I don't know. It's like, if where you can, is the line? Yeah. If you can, I don't know if it works for the song, I guess maybe I'm, I'm not even answering it. It's just like, you kind of have to feel it out. It's like, once you get to the point where you're like, I can't even discern any of these parts anymore. Well, that what's great. It's like you record it and then get rid of it. Yeah. Delete and it. And then you, you yeah. never gonna, you're never going to know until you get it down. I think. Yeah. No, until you hear a, it in the a, mix. That's a great idea. So don't be afraid to record it. Cause you can I mean, always digital age, delete it. Yeah. We, we do that a lot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of times that we'll record something and be like, you know, I don't even know if we're going to use this, but you, you should probably do this. Just keep it. I mean, keep it on there and then delete it later you did, for or the final it. mix. Or- no, that, that's a great way to be. If your engineer's not, you know, hey, you know, you guys have an idea. Let's give it a shot. Yeah. 
And it's like, if it doesn't work. Yeah, because sometimes things work. And then you go, like, Shit. That uh, does not work. But yeah. we, you did a hell of a job on Good that. Good job. <laughs> Put that right in the trash. Or on the fridge. Yeah. And it, and it could work for songs. I'm like, okay, maybe depending on the engineer and how things work out, you could ju- you could just kind of throw everything at a song. And whatever doesn't work, you can if you trust the engineer and your own band and whoever's helping you produce it, or if you're doing it yourself, if you guys come to you know an agreement that's like, hey, that part sounds like shit delete and we're most people are doing things digital nowadays most less i I doubt a lot of people are doing things all straight to tape (laughs) so you're not going to be like hey you know we're committed to this printed that (laughs) yeah we're committed to this oh i already pressed it into wax dog yeah (laughs) so we can be like hey well just uh it sounded good it was cool idea but it didn't work you know and i think that's that's kind of the i don't know that's kind of the beauty of digital age now the digital domain. Digital domain. <laughs> yeah. You, it's, you know, you can give it a shot if it doesn't work. Cool. Uh, but if it does, hey, that <clears> might be this, a secret secret little sauce. I mean, dude, every once in a while, we'll, we'll we'll hide a part that, like, we hate, like, the way that it fits with everything else. And mm-hmm. then you'll go record some vocals and you'll come back and it's like, oh, yeah. this kind of works now. Oh, it pop. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe, maybe you're hearing the vocals in your head or whatever when you were thinking of that track or whatever yeah or like you know there's like some sort of like implied melody or something that was going that works with the vocals now it didn't work without it oh that's very cool yeah Yeah. that's a good way to think i'm like hey so it's kind of with kyle's idea of like hey just track it because it might you know what you said you've discovered things that like hey yeah that was kind of like first but now you record it like oh this other thing worked with it so maybe somebody had an idea that bounced off of that yeah maybe your original one is like a weak idea it's it's not you know not original or not can't stand on its own but with that you're like oh i hear this sound in the background i hear this harmony let's try it out and like oh it works or i can't believe i did that yeah i mean (laughs) a lot of the way that we work i I get you know my, how we do. You know how we do. And in plain, I get my main. <laughs> Jeez. I get my main vocal down. I dub it, and I'm, I tap out. He and backs then, out like and Homer. Then, and then, yeah, like through the hedges. <laughs> through the <head>. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle kind of runs, today again. runs with the vocals, and I'm like, so he has ideas. Like that runs, like, literally. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, fuck. I should have said these colors don't run. <laughs> Yo. I'm gonna edit that in. No, um, it's a, a I I don't know. It's 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 fun to he- hear that, and it's like you know, it, with your own band, it's like okay, maybe you, you guys go back and forth with ideas, or even just like as an uh, audio engineer or producer, you can be like, oh, I have an idea. Well, they have an idea. Oh, you can go back and forth. I'm like, to me, I'm like, okay, I do my lead vocal line. That sometimes Kyle, he's like, he'll hear it a bunch of times. I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying. So I send him. I had to text him <laughs> exactly. the fucking lyrics because just know the way what it is. that happens. Just the way I'm like, no, nah, I got a hamburger I, with I, cheese. What I, is that? I, like I'm singing as clear as day to me, but Kyle's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're saying. And I'll, like, I'll text him like, oh, that's what you're saying. That makes way more sense than what I thought you said. <laughs> but I'm still gonna sing the background with yeah, what I uh, thought it was. Hamburger, oh, yeah, cheese, <laughs> Swiss made. I've, I've done that. <laughs> like we'll we'll come in and be like, hey man. You got like a lot deeper voice than any of us. Could you come in and throw some back backups on this? And I'll just come in uh, and sing sure what can, I think baby. the lyrics are. <laughs> oh no! And then I'll come back in. And I was like, "This doesn't sound like what you were saying." They're like, "No, it's not what we're saying at all." Get out! I'm like, "Oh, this is my place." You okay. Well, uh, we're gonna rewrite those now. <laughs> yeah, I like that line better. <laughs> it sounds like you're reading a McDonald's order. Yeah, or is it, <laughs> yeah, it's it even with like lyrics. I'm like, yeah. Could you try like enunciating? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 
dude. That's like the worst. Yeah, it's like, uh, do these uh, does this song come with like subtitles? Because I can't hear what you're subtitles. saying. Dude, it's in English. No, I know, but I need the subtitles. Or like even then, like you're like, hey, I want you to change this uh, this vowel sound here to like not what it's supposed to be. Like you're just like suggesting random stuff, and they're like, what? You want me to pronounce it like what? You want I can't me even to think do what. Yeah, what? What? And I was like, it's like the, the the me versus may thing yeah like stuff like th- there's like random phonetics all over the place that happen and and they're just like is it gonna make that much of a difference so i was like yeah yeah because i don't know what you're saying I, I, have <laughs> no, I have no idea which or or it's like too harsh of a sound and you're like mm. all right tom delong clear those up a little bit please like yeah or like even yeah yeah <laughs> the yed dude yeah geez do we <laughs> want anything to add to that it's like when the song's done how do we know it's done You'll just, know it in your heart. Yeah. When, once you know, you know. <laughs> no. You <laughs> how gotta, do we know? The, how do we know the topic? When you're done. done complimenting the song, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I, I chime in all the time when people are tracking here. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it really needs that part. <laughs> <laughs> or it's oh, like, oh, I deleted it on accident. I mean, some don't sometimes it it's because it genuinely doesn't need that part, and yeah. sometimes it's like, well, you tried this like a dozen times. Maybe don't do it anymore. It's like this idea, or, or yeah, I guess if you <laughs> yeah, have an idea that you actually can't get, you can't add. Because uh, the last album that we did, I had these like parts that I was like, oh yeah, I was getting like, uh, I wanted to get a Leslie sound and like parts to make it sound like an organ. And I, so I had uh, the Strymon Lex that mm-hmm. I was using and it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Da-da-da. And I was adding all these different things. I'm like, I could, trying to make it sound like a Leslie keyboard. And then so I got brought it to Double Time when we were mixing. I'm like, you have a Leslie, <laughs> right? Can you play something? He's like, yeah. Because uh, he heard the part that I would try to record. He's like, no, I can play that better. And so <laughs> and Jeff's like, yeah, because I kept on adding more guitar parts to like like three or four tracks to make it sound like a Leslie thing. He's like, no, I'll just play it. <laughs> and so yeah. that's how he knew. He was like, hey, these ideas you had, they were cool, but I'll do it better. Or it could be just like, that's a cool idea, but it doesn't need to be there. So yeah. it was kind of Jeff saying like, all these little ideas and like the, you know, like, like I was trying to make it sound like I was playing a keyboard, but with a guitar. I'm like, and then he was just like, no, I'll just, I'll just play these guitar parts <laughs> on the Leslie. Cause it'll be a real Leslie with a big ass box spinning speaker. And that's what it did. And it sounded great. I'm like, cause it was just one track and then like more simplified. I was like, you took exactly what I was trying to get across and made it work. And it, it was yeah. way more simple. So it's like, I don't know, just taking the idea and maybe simplifying it. So maybe that could just be like, oh, changing two parts to make them complement each other or just changing one part that you were trying to add. Or like combining them. That yeah. happens too. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I would like to add is uh, if you can't, if it's like something you're going to be play, playing live, you might not want to be recording all this crazy stuff over it because it might not be the same song when it comes to live. Yeah. So. And if it like is going to, if if that part is going to be, the star of the, yeah. I don't know, the chorus or the bridge or whatever, then you might not want it there. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't replicate it live. I it, feel like I kind of bounce back and forth with that whole philosophy, though. Like, I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, yeah, no, you can't do this live. I wouldn't do it here. And other times I'm like, eh, it's supposed to be a different performance. I don't even care. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to play it by ear. <laughs> I mean, yeah, does this song need it? <laughs> but no, that's cool. I got uh, another topic Terrible. for you guys to to chomp on what do you guys say okay no, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so sean it mentioned you know you're you know eventually gonna get back into like gigging again with the band and like yep. playing shows and stuff like that either maybe you join something maybe you start your own thing who knows who knows but a topic i had off of that 
how do you know when your band is ready to perform? Are you ever ready? Like, what things do you have, like, in your mind that you're like, okay, I need to have, like, certain songs on my set list. I need to have, like, you know, merch. I need to have whatever. We need to, like, be this level of performance. So what what are those criteria? I you feel know, like, how do you uh, know you're ready? I feel like for me, people have kind of kind of said that I'm a little militant about that. Mm. You know, oh, God. I, I, I just, I just get that a lot. Yeah. One just, of those guys. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, yeah, this isn't ready. Like, I, you know, I had a couple bands that we started a few years ago where like, it, it literally took us almost a year to play our first show. Oh dang. Yeah. And I, the whole time I was just like, yeah, you can't pull that off yet. We're not, we're not there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, dude, sometimes it's me, you know, that, that happens to you. Like I write some crazy thing that it, yeah, well, wait, I have to sing backups over this? Yeah, or it doesn't like pull off certain parts or you're like, oh, I'm like playing this guitar riff and I can't sing that part. Yeah, dude, yeah. All, all the time. Like that, trying to get that muscle memory to go, like it's like one thing if you're not singing and then you're you're mm-hmm. singing over it and I'm just like, my hand doesn't know what to do. I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I quit. I mean, that, that was definitely something a lot more when I was younger. Now it's kind of just like, all right, you kind of get the drill. Like do what, do what you're supposed to. Yeah. Well, I th- I, I've... I filled in for a couple of shows with your band and it was kind of like, maybe just cause I was the bass and he was like, oh, he kind of gets it. It's like, okay. <laughs> but yeah. When I played, you're like, Hey, Brian knows what he's doing. He's okay. He's bass. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of happens to you. Like you, you get certain people you play with where you're just like, it doesn't really matter if everyone else is, you know, screwing up. Like at least as long as you, or like, it could be maybe you got like, like three, three fourths of your band is like, or genre specific. Maybe it's like, Oh, okay. You know, like punk, and rock can be a little loose, you know, yeah. loosey goosey. But it's also like, you know, what's the the threshold? I guess in your mind, like I know uh, Kyle and I, we've had different uh, members play with us. We've had different people like you know fill in for spots. It's like, or even like uh, we took a break, you know, when um, Brian had his kid, and so we like took like extended break. And be, ah, you know, hey, family's important, so it's like, hey, let's take a break. Da da da. Let's get back into shows. Um, I would say for that one. Like we're, we're trying to get back into playing again. So Kyle, like for you, I'm like, maybe it's like after taking a break or having a new drummer play with us. Like, where do you feel like we're ready? Is it the deadline of the show? Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> show's at 8 p.m. That's what we got. That, we got to be, we're, we're, be we're, ready. We're ready. Got to be ready by, by then. then. Yeah. yeah. We, we better be. No. Um, I would say it's like memorizing parts. Or it's like, it's really the feeling when you're playing. If you guys can lo- if like, lock in. If I can like think about other things while I'm playing. <laughs> like grocery oh, list yeah. and I'm like man and not, if I'm like worried about like okay so this song is a C to D to okay oh yeah even so like, like new songs too yeah yeah. so you know we have a couple new songs and sometimes you're not exactly there on yeah. a couple of them but you know like you said like we have a show maybe that's you know, the deadline like, yeah because yeah, I've I've had it where I'm oh I did really well and I've also had it where I'm like I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought I was ready. And then uh, up on stage, you're like, "What is this song started again?" Oh, dude, Uh-oh. totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've I've been on stage a couple of times and been like, "That was this was not a good choice. <laughs> this <laughs> this like, song is not ready, yeah. dude." <laughs> I have made a big mistake. So, sometimes <laughs> that like not a whole lot with like our original songs, but when we do a cover, I'm like, "Oh man, I I memorized the lyrics all day today, mm-hmm. and yeah. they're all gone. Yeah, they are all gone." Yeah, I'm gonna hum it and play my bass really loud. Yeah, I, I, I would say to take off of like that. It's like once your your band is more, I know this is more just romanticizing established. It. No, when when you're romanticizing it, but once your band is more like a unit, 
you guys can all kind of work together. It's like if things are going to happen on your show, you, drummer might drop a stick. Something might happen where like, I don't know. It's like stuff's I, always going to happen. I, I, it's something like could drop a pick or like miss a part of the, you know, like, you know, maybe I'll miss the vocals, but Kyle can pick up, you know, singing again. Or like the drummer yeah. knows like, Hey, I missed this part. Or like, I'm going to stop here. Misses that thing. I'm like, but you guys can all go together. Like maybe like, Hey, you know, we all know like, Hey, you know, bass, he missed the vocal cue to start, but we all know like, Hey, right. give it, yeah. give it a couple times. And Bring then we all, we, we, all, we all look back and we're like, we know what was supposed to happen. Give it like uh two, you know, like chord progression one more time. And then we're coming back into the That's verse. always fun when you're playing to a click though. We don't do that, luckily. Yeah, you're playing to a click, click live, and you're like, mm, I hope he finds his way back here. Hopefully, he comes back to us. <laughs> that's a, the, I guess that's yeah, that's weird too. It's like because you've played in bands where you played to a click. I'm like, yeah. is that kind of like if you all know when something's wrong? Do you all like it? Say if it's like you know happens to be the vocalist, you guys just like we're all keeping on this. Oh yeah, yeah. No, if it, <laughs> the he's trains gonna, leaving the wh- station. Whoever's, yeah, whoever's <laughs> off. Whoever's off, you, you attempt to make eye contact. Is it a better catch him? And sometimes it's like you're you're off, you know. And then other times they're just like, "I'm not looking like, at you because you're pretty." This is a, this is a great show, and you're like, "No, nah, we're screwed. He's he's not coming back." We'll wait till the end of the song here. <laughs> yeah, but no, that, I mean, I don't know. That that's kind of my thing. It's like once you're all kind of like playing together, and like this is not just everybody playing their parts. Once we're a band, that's when like I like to me, I feel like oh, we're ready for shows. We've had um, yeah, friends, uh, you know, Kiyoki, he's uh, filled in for us before. Yeah. And it's like, and it was, uh, our band was a little easier to play with than some other ones. And he's like, okay, we got to get practice, practice. And he's like, oh, I can just leave my double kick at home. I can just, oh, <laughs> cool. It's like, oh, so you guys kind of just are, here's your part. Here's a lighter part. Here's the part again. I'm like, well, this song is weird because it has a break. We come in on the end. He's like, so you mean like, but like that? He's like, yep. <laughs> and he's like, cool, this is it. And I'm like, so we played basically one or two practices and he's like, all right, cool. I'm ready to play. I'm like, do you want to just practice just to get ready? You want to hang out? And like, yeah, it's like, cool. I'm like, let's go get a beer and then we'll come back and play. And that was kind of like that with, um, uh, Brian Rash when we first started playing with him, we knew him for, you know, for the longest time. It's like, oh, we know who Brian is. We know that he plays drums. Yeah. And then once we were like, okay, let's just get a band practice, like kind of hang out thing to see, like feel each other out basically. And he knew our songs kind of just by the format of how, where they were going to go, which <laughs> is, I don't know, predictable or anything. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but I like it because it was like, he's like, oh, this is going to be a verse. Here's the chorus. Oh, I, I noticed you guys are doing the ands. I'm going to play on the ands and here. And he looked to me. I'm like, oh, the end. And I mean, I'm like, and then we we're like, we can actually probably play tomorrow. It was once we knew that point, it's like, oh, because Brian's like, I don't know, we got to feel each other out. I don't know when we're gonna be ready. He's like, oh wait, no, we're we're fine, we're ready to go, right? <laughs> we're we're done. Okay, first practice. I think it's you know that there's this is kind of deviating a little bit, but like there's a certain amount of predictability that everybody wants when they're listening to music. Like yeah. they want to think that they know what's coming, especially like if if they know a song or know an artist, yeah, and it's like new material, yeah. Like you want to feel like you want something familiar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's familiar enough that you don't feel like you're getting thrown off. So, like if you're a musician and you're already like feeling like it's a familiar piece, you're gonna feel pretty confident. In yeah, it. yeah. It's just you know. Yeah, and you know I've uh, filled in uh, for one of your bands, Nothing Sacred, for yeah. and for me, I'm like I kind of came in. I'm like, 
I was like, oh, I was like, kind of like, hey, man, we got a show. Can you come in like this week? I'm like, yeah, I know I can play bass. We'll figure it out. And I'm like, I didn't came in with like not really knowing the songs. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would take either that you were desperate or you had faith in me that I could learn the songs. <laughs> and, Mix of the zoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dealer's choice. <laughs> um, so I, I, I like I, le- I learned the songs and I picked them up. I'm like, oh, cool. There was like key parts that I was like, oh, I found trouble with. It was like, okay. There's like uh, maybe just like locking in with the drums on certain parts that yeah, yeah. Helped, helped me out. And I was like, oh, cool. I, I figured it out. But it was like from there, you're like, okay, cool. You kind of already get these songs. I wrote my little uh, cheat sheet and then like I studied up and got to the practice next time. I was like, oh, we're ready to play. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. It's like, I, I think the the bass player you had before was definitely more of like a bass player. He's like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just rock the root notes. Hey, yeah, that's what I'm doing. It's pop punk. It's punk rock. I'm going to rock the root notes and play with the drummer. That's all I needed to do. And so you're, the rest of the band's like, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Just, just hit the right ones and you'll be good. Uh, <laughs> and I, I mean, was like, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, you know, bass is, bass is a funny thing, man. Like as long as you, as long as you're gluing the band together, yeah. like as long as you're not like wandering out in the middle of the space, I guess this is kind of genre specific because sometimes, yeah. sometimes you get crazy spacey basses yeah well you know certain (laughs) certain bands they're gonna lead the band on the bass yeah but like you know certain certain genres though it's like dude just make the kick drum your bitch yeah and i was like like, that was like always when i play bass i'm like just like really locking in with the drummer um and it was funny because we were when we were playing with you know kiyoki at the time i was playing bass for your band and he was the drummer for you guys and I was like when I would play I would just like kind of stare at him and he's like Brandon you know, guy looking at no he would he'd be like it's cool but I'm like I was just joking with him like Hi. he's like why is Brandon staring at me <laughs> and I'm like sometimes I'm looking at your kick leg dude sorry but I'm just like sometimes I'm just locked in I'm like and he's like he's like I like the way you play but he's like kind of wondering I'm like what is Brian mad dogging me or something <laughs> did you wear sunglasses because <laughs> I'm like I've, we've known him, known him for years in, in, the, in like the scene or whatever right and he was like Oh yeah, we're playing with Brian. I'm like, he's yeah, he's an okay bass player. And like, I'm like, yeah, Kyoki's a great drummer. I'm like, I'm just like I'm staring at him at band practice. I'm like <laughs> just like dead-eyed. I'm like, <laughs> and he's like, I'm like, oh, and I had to apologize. I'm like, that's how I play bass. I need to like lock in with you. And now yeah. I am familiar. Yeah. You're like, once I know, I'll stop staring I'll at you. I'll look to you for key parts, but the rest of the show I'll try and like be a performer. <laughs> but like for certain parts, don't be afraid when I like I need you as my crutch. Locking it with you. All right, cool. I'm back to the show. But anyways, yeah. I, I don't know. Stuff like that, I think it was kind of fun. It's like when you're, sometimes I would say, also, you're never ready. You're, no. you're like kind of almost what you were saying about the whole, uh, you know, is a song ever done? Sometimes your band's never ready for a show. Just fucking book the show and play it. I mean, dude, sometimes you're not, you're not going to get to a point where you feel like you're ready to play a show until you're, until you're already playing shows. And yeah. shaking it up is not a bad first show, yeah. you're not, you know, if it's like the first <laughs> show with the, with the group of people you're playing with yeah you're not you might be rocky it's a fucking bandage just rip that one off and you're yeah. just fucking get you know off to my like, like yeah. you said it might be a couple shows before you feel like you're ready to play a show <laughs> yeah <laughs> but the fact that you're doing it i think is like one of the best but yeah. i don't know we kind of beat that topic do you want to just close it out here yeah let's do it all right well uh sean thank you so much for joining us thank you so much for having us yeah. here at your studio of I course i think we're gonna like play around with a little bunch of little shit that you have on here <laughs> And check out, some of this, check out some of your songs. But, uh, you know, so thank you, Sean. Uh, where can people find you? And, like, where well, you know, direct them to some of your music and, like, you know, some of your studio contacts. If you're in Southern California, hey. Uh, yeah. I mean, ClarityRecordings.com is the website. 
<clears throat> I think we're clarity recordings on Facebook and Instagram. So pretty mm-hmm. easy. Uh, not that I think there's a clarity recordings label in Australia. We are not in Australia. Yeah. He's in oh, San shit. Diego. <laughs> now yeah. you tell me, uh, sorry, this is I was not, my not, flight, not that, not that clarity recordings guys. Now that I shrimp on their baby. Clarity recordings. <laughs> exactly. That was horrible. That was interesting. <laughs> that was better than mine, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I always post everything we do on the on the website. Um, you know, there's a bunch of samples and stuff up on there. Uh, band wise, I have no idea what I'm doing at the moment. So I guess just you know, uh, some of the old stuff. I'd say uh, nothing sacred and uh, stereo summer are some of your latest. Yeah, uh, yeah. short stories. Although yeah, short stories. I, I think everything's actually down on Spotify right now. We got to renew it. Okay, well I'll I'll link uh, what I can find, and then uh, yeah, good stuff uh, with all your well, I mean all the music that you have up. And, um, so anyway, so I'll link all that. So you guys check that out. Um, Everybody knows. Forgot about it. Oh shit. It's been been a minute. I am a total dickhead. I didn't even mention that. Yeah. And everybody knows was great stuff too. And then you did the whole, man. Coming to the end here. Glaze right through it. (laughs) Everybody in that band is going to be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Damn. Maybe I'll just edit this into that part. But man, I'm a, I'm a terrible host. But no, everybody knows that was a good good band too. I'll, I'll I'll link all this stuff in the description. You can check it out on Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Cool. But um, we just want to say uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the show. And if you guys really like the show, you guys can leave a review for us. You know, on iTunes. We don't have any new ones this week, but yeah, hey, you we know, will read them. Yeah, we will read them. I think we're getting to a point where we're getting desperate. <laughs> to leave us we a review. Just we're just <laughs> we're so bored of not reading reviews. But no, um, <laughs> and if you guys like what you hear, follow us along on social media. We're on uh, Instagram at the Tone Jerks, and we have a Facebook group. Just search the Tone Jerks, and you'll find it. And then if you guys really like what you hear, you guys can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. But if you guys double down for two bucks a month, you guys get an extra episode every fucking week. We have over 70 episodes, lots of good stuff. You get the main feed. You got the Patreon feed for two bucks. Two bucks, though. And just for supporting the show, we're going to read your names out. Give you a huge shout out. Kyle, you have that list. Give it to me. Bye. All right, we have Jim Bowers, Jamie Davis, Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Andrew Walsh, Jason Fuzzmonger, Doug Christ, Doug Gann, Doug King, Doug Reynolds. <laughs> I'll say Doug, Doug Two Reynolds? Guns, Johnny you're, Reynolds. You're fucking yourself up. I know, I know. <laughs> Good bit though. This is cool. I'll I'll work on the next time. Uh, Joseph from Like My Pedals and Will Lehu from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Yes, the Just Surprise Me podcast. I tried to be on their episode number nine. I fucked it up. My internet was you couldn't shitty. hang with those I, guys. I could not. I could not hang with the Just Surprise Jeez. Me boys. But check them out. They're great. All right, we have a uh, Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars. Leon from Pelican Noiseworks. Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop. Steve Mike. Stephen Conradi, Sean Fahey, Bruce Banana, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, Brett Alexander, Colin Smith, Alvaro Viramontes, Nicholas Payson, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Aaron Taylor, and Matt Quine. Oh, from the Fret Talk yeah, podcast. Yeah, Fret Talk. My old man. Across the pond. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you, Sean. Yeah, thank you. We will see you next week. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye.